Blog Talk Radio. And everybody should know that's how love goes. It's good for the soul. Oh, I got a long way to go, but it won't stop the pain. No, no. That's the kind of thing that keeps me coming.
Eat it myself. Okay, then. Good evening. Me too. Oh, I just see colors over here. Like, you know, light means, you know. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Red means stop. <laughs> Think about it like that. Red still means stop. Now. Yeah. That, that was my error. <laughs> You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Welcome. Come on in. Say hello. Give a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Uh, welcome on Block Talk Radio. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you would like to call into the show, you can dial 323-870-4375. Press 1 to join. Again, it's 323-870-4375. Press 1 to join. If you would like to email the show, you can email us at hst at ttlomedia.net. Again, that's hst, T-T-L-O, at ttlomedia.net um, and follow us on all social media uh, platforms. Good evening, Malia. How are you? Thanks for tuning in with us this evening. Um, all right. So, so come on in, you know, my, my favorite producers, how are you all doing on this rainy day and evening? Um, I'm good. You good? I'm good. Are you, are you ready to return? I, I went. I was in the building today. I went oh, to you the, were. I went to the school today. Yeah, set up the Are classroom. Are they back or one more week? Twenty two. Well, they're they're, they're going to be off. I think they come back the twenty fifth or something like that. Okay. All yeah. right. Oh, so you're there in your mind, right? Getting the classroom. Got to set the classroom, set the desks up, six feet apart, all that. Good oh. Yeah. 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 All of that. All students coming back? Nope. Only the ones whose parents signed them up for uh, hybrid. Learning. Hybrid learning. Okay. Right. So some days. They're there and some days they'll... Uh, my uh-huh. students will be Monday and Tuesdays. Got it. Monday and Tuesdays and then the rest of the week they are um, remote learning. Remote learning. All right. Okay. All right. Would you rather do that now or would you have rather to wait until the new school year? I would have rather waited until the new school year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Either I wanted to go back earlier mm-hmm. or not at all. Earlier, not at You yeah. know what? I, I, You know, obviously uh, I have some kids right, uh, that are at home with me. But I will say um, the kids that have returned, mm-hmm. some of them, um, is doing something wonderful for their mental stability. Um, just to literally get out the house and be in the building, mm-hmm. there is an emotional relief for them. And um, I don't know, you know, that's why, you know, I understand it. Like, I, I made the decision, right, not to uh, have mine return. Mm-hmm. And and uh, what went into that re- that decision was mainly how we had to adjust, like, my work schedule and just the overall, what I do includes no travel, right? Mm. So, so for me, that would have <coughs> rearranged mm-hmm. what I've had to do for the past, you know, year. Um, so it just, it wasn't convenient mm-hmm. for me to take them to school, to mm-hmm. school, but some of the kids, particularly those in high school, um, wow, they had to get out the house and be in the building. Um, and, and, you know, I say that to say there are a significant number of teens being hospitalized. Mm. Um, 
because of the conditions, right, that we've had to live in. So, you know, that's why, you, you know, I, I guess I, I, I know too much, right, about the mental health part of it right. with the students. And it's like, I get it, right? I get why they're running back up in there, um, you know, not too much learning, but, hey, just, just to be out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and out of those four walls. It, it, it was a tremendous impact. Um, on the team. So, you know, kudos to all the teams um, that have had to be home, you know, all school year, including the end of last school year, right? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Like, them, for them, they had to go back, right? Mm-hmm. So, for some of them, it was either um, go back to school or go be institutionalized. You know? Um, yeah, so... Yeah, parents, just 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 be be a little bit more understanding, right? That that our kids are um, going through something, both mentally and emotionally, and it's real, right? Sitting sitting at home all day um, on a computer in one spot, being dared not to move, or they calling you, right? Saying why is the camera off? It took its toll on them. I had a student today uh, who who <laughs> lied to his grandmama that told his grandmama that he had been in school all week and uh today we were on and she just happened to be in the room mm-hmm. and and so when it was his turn to do we do this thing called a check-in greeting okay and when it was his turn he for some reason forgot what how to do check-in greeting and so uh my classroom partner says uh i'm gonna just use the name johnny uh-huh. he said johnny uh you been he said you been out two days you you, you forgot how we check really? in really? and grandma would say what you mean been out two days Really? You're like, oops, I was there. So he, he literally said she was there, so we let it pass or whatever. So then when school was out, when we dismissed them this morning, they came back into the Zoom. They, we saw him dial back in. Oh. And so now she was like, well, I want to have an explanation as to why, whatever. So we was like, oh, ain't no problem. So we saw Mr. Oliver goes, he says, uh, Johnny, using the name, he says, uh, are you sure that's the story you want to stick with, that you was here Tuesday and Wednesday? Because, see, we record all of our... Yes. And you can see when... he stopped. If you're using Zoom, yeah. you can see... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, because he said, I saw okay. I saw this one. I saw that. He was naming the kids' names. Because yeah. you can name names on me, nothing. That, so, he, he, so, he was like, you going to stick with it before we play the video, or do you want to change your thoughts? <laughs> he was like, I'm sticking with it. So, what? Yeah, you're a soldier. All right. You going to stick with the lie all the way to the... Okay. All right. Well, oh, no. we played the video. You got me out here looking stupid. <laughs> So then she was like, I remember they, they fuck up. If you show up tomorrow with a black eye, I said, I, I, said, I, ain't, I, said, I ain't hear nothing. Right. She's not recording. Nothing. I ain't hear nothing. I ain't hear nothing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, I ain't hear nothing. Wow. Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> a mess. He walked himself to the cliff. Yeah, he okay, did. And he jumped. Like, bruh. <laughs> wow. <sighs> okay, we okay. Have a little mercy, all right. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully, she has some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Welcome. You're listening live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. All right, so let's um, all right, let's jump right on in here, right? Because you know, I get excited. Right. When we go here, uh, you know, we start the top of the show with spiritual connect point. 
And so today's question mm-hmm. is, why is praying for your enemy a command? Mm. Why is praying for your enemy a command? And so, at, you know, I, I already put out there, you know, these questions are is what I'm thinking about, right, mm-hmm. um, for the, that particular week or just kind of been, been pondering. And so I thought about this because, again, growing up in the church, we always heard this, right? You know, pray for your enemies. Um, you know, don't don't wish right revenge or you know when you pray, you pray their well being. And, and, and so to hear that sometimes is like really, you know. But they did me wrong, right? Mm-hmm. How how what's the purpose, right? What's the purpose, you know? And and what does that mean in the Bible? And so you know, as I got older, you know, and just thinking about how hard it is. Mm-hmm. It is so hard to to pray, right? Blessings and, and wellness and well being for those. And when we say enemies here, it, it doesn't even mean someone that you've known for a long time, right? Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is any anyone that has done you wrong or you have friction with or, or conflict with, and um, you have to pray for them, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at that as, wow, when you have. So- hatred or, or disdain or dislike and actually wish for revenge in your heart. Mm-hmm. If you don't pray their well-being and blessings upon them, that thing will manifest to where you act on your revenge and hatred, mm-hmm. you know, and ill will. And I pondered that because I struggled at one point you know, especially, you know, in these relationships that I've been in, mm-hmm. where it was like, God, how you want me to pray for them? Like, why, sh- why should I pray when they've, you know, done so many things to me and seems like they're thriving and, you know, bouncing back and here I am, right? Mm-hmm. Over here, like, what the heck is going on and, you know, um, all this kind of stuff. But I understood that as long as I stayed in that mindset, mm-hmm. I was not focused on God. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I was I was way left. Mm-hmm. Right. Like literally plot plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I begin to then understand how if you have all this in your heart, um, how it disconnects you mm-hmm. from God. Right. Mm-hmm. And that command essentially says, you know, with with, with um, those, those scriptures, you know, especially in the New Testament. Right. That tells us, hey. You know, it's God's job, mm-hmm. right, to to take care of those that, you know, um, misuse you, right, and mm-hmm. leave it to him because you're safe that way, number one, mm-hmm. but also because it's his command, uh, you know, to love everybody, mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. not be vengeful. But for me, I took that personal to say, if if I don't pray for those who I'm in conflict or have been in conflict with, whether that's in passing by or in, you know, some form of a relationship, my attention will not be on God. I I will not state my my relationship shift. And now I'm not even in his will. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think about that. Like you can't be in the will of God if you are focused on getting revenge on somebody. And now I'm missing out. Right. Absolutely. On what God has for me trying to, trying to be over here right? To destroy you. So, so that's kind of where I was with it. Right? Okay, like, okay, like that command okay. means so much more than just what we read on the surface. Mm-hmm. Pray for them, 
you know, because you don't have a good relationship. When you pray, your intentions need to be, you know, hey, God, bless them. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, change their heart for the good. Right. They, I want to forgive them. Right. All that, that, that warm stuff. Um, but I don't, I think some people don't understand the power in that and, and why they should do it for the sake of their relationship with God. It has nothing to do with that person. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That person don't even know you praying for them. Right. They don't. Right. And, and you don't have to let them know either. <laughs> Correct. So, so I, I, you know, that was my question. Like, okay, somebody needs to know, um, why they should do this. Mm-hmm. Right. For them. Yeah. Right. So, so come on there. I know, I know. <laughs> I know you got something. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> um, Pray for your enemies. So, so let me not do the whole, uh, but I feel like I have to do it. I said, turn with me if you will. Uh-huh, no, I'm just playing. The book <laughs> <laughs> What's your text, Reverend? I always be waiting for time to give me a look. But turn, <laughs> turn with me if you will. Um, Where are we going? Where to are the we book going? of, uh, let me do it like Reverend Hugh. Let me do it. Book of Matthews <laughs> with an S. Turn with me me to the book of Matthews uh, 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 and somewhere around the fifth chapter Mm -hmm. of the book of Mm -hmm. Matthews. Mm -hmm. I just want to get to the the gist of it where he says, uh, uh, love your your enemies. Mm -hmm. Love your enemies, right? So he talks to tell us to love our enemies. Um, He also tells us, he also tells us, he says, love your enemies and pray for them. Pray for those who persecute you, right? Yes. So, yeah. so you ask the question like, well, why would I, why would I pray for somebody who 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 persecute who persecutes me, or why would I pray for somebody who's actively trying to, um, um, destroy me. yeah, pretty yeah. much to destroy me? So that's that's the question that we get asked. So let's talk about it. For one, when he says uh, he Jesus told his followers, he says, love your neighbors as yourselves, right? Then he says, mm-hmm. pray for them. Uh, he says, um, here's the deal. He did not say to do what we do. What do we do? He didn't say ignore them. That's what, you know. Yeah. He didn't say we have to like them. Right? Right. But right. he says our job is to bring them before God and ask God to bless them anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Our job is to yes. bring them before God and to bless them anyway. Right? Yes. So, yes. so, so then he says, uh, um, it, 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 and when you, when you obey God, that's it. When you, when you obey God, then you're, when you follow his commandments, you're obeying him. And then you're putting yourself mm. in right relationship with him. Yes. So, okay. All right. Okay. So then even though it's not comfortable. No, it right? is not. Even though it's not comfortable, it's never, it's never a good feeling when somebody who is, uh, uh, when you're not comfortable, you had, you had no idea that that the people who are praying, they have no idea, like you said earlier, they have no idea that you're praying for them. Right. All right, Paul's there. But they don't have any idea how uncomfortable it makes you to pray for them. Right. I'll take it to you from a wow. ministerial wow. standpoint. Sometimes we have to pray for people who can't stand the ground we walk on. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and yes. see, the difference is you'll never know. Let's just switch roles for a second. The people you counsel may not ever, you may not ever hear from somebody else that they don't like you. Mm, you might not ever I hear agree. that I they agree. can't stand you. Yeah. But in church, because yes. church folk is church folk, <laughs> you will hear from a church folk that I can't stand that so-and-so, so-and-so, 
But Reverend, can you pray for me? Ah. So now the difference ah. is okay. Sometimes some of the enemies that you're praying for are in your place. And Live with them, huh? You, you, you yes. worship with them. Congregate with them. Break wow. bread with them. Wow. And so now you are you have to pray for them. So what it does is it shows your level of maturity. Okay. Right? Yes. So it's no different than I take it to a, another level with kids. Some of my kids' parents are, I'll say it for lack of a better word, the worst parent ever. Mm-hmm. They will come in and raise all the hell in the world. But I still got to give your child the best possible education yeah. I can provide. Right. Yeah. And, and that and that's yeah. going to keep me in right relationship with God. So why would I. At the end of the day, why would I want to bring God's wrath down on me? Come on now. Come on. Because I want to put something off on you. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it is just like Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. Father, forgive them. He was praying for them. Right. The very one right. we just did, we just went through this yeah. last week. Right. He, he, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. So why, even though you see them killing me right now. <laughs> Throwing darts. Like, yeah. Vision, like, you know, you're yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. You see them, you, in Jesus' case, you see them killing me. You see them humiliating me. You see them spitting on me. You see them mm. beating me. But forgive them. Mm-hmm. Bless mm-hmm. you. For they know, for you, for they know not what they do. So, and 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 um, when they find out, a lot of times, and the, your hope is that in the midst of your prayer, and this is the deal too. We got to make sure when we pray that we're not praying, uh, 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 God, don't let me to don't let me be like them. Mm-hmm. See, that ain't the right prayer. Okay. Cause see, you're All not right. praying now. Now you, now you, now you throwing shade. Right, right. You, 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 you. That's subliminal. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, don't let me act a fool like them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Don't don't let me act a fool like them. So, you know, um, when 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 you have to think about it too. In the Old Testament, pre, this was pre pre yes. pre salvation. Yes. Old Testament people people prayed to wipe out their enemies. In the Old Testament, because that was to survive. That, that, that was, was to literally yeah. Because I'm trying to because right? because here's the deal: they prayed to wipe out their enemies because they were on a mission, for lack of better words, Blues Brothers, from God. Yeah. So if God, you send me on this mission, smite my enemies. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Right, but now, but yeah. now it's like, Lord, I pray that you would 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 give them what they need, protect me. Right. But but give them what they need. Well, God, whatever they need to make them feel that, Lord, do that. Right. Give, give them, you know, fix their heart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fix their heart. So that's, at the end of the day, that's what praying for your enemy, that, that's what makes praying for your enemies good for us. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, too, it wipes away the burden. Yeah. I can sleep better. Because if I'm, if I'm mad at you, you messing with my sleep. Yes. I'm dreaming about doing some crazy stuff yes, to you. Yes. Right? Yes. And see, the way my mind works, I'm real, you, you know. Are you visual? I'm real visual. <laughs> and see, I'm, I'm, I'm like right on that line where, you know, if I, use, if I could use a um, uh, uh, comic book analogy, uh, mm-hmm. analogy, analogy, mm-hmm. I just told the whole word up. If I could use a comic book analogy, I'm right on that line between supervillain and superhero. I could be easily, in my, in my brain, I could be easily converted. 
Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Be like, yo, yeah, you know, I can really pray for no, you all, okay. but it would be, I wouldn't mind seeing you, you know. So I, I had to move from a level, and I'm just going to be honest with you, I had to move from a level of I'll pray for you versus if I saw you on fire, I wouldn't pee on you. Mm. Yeah, because there was a time where I felt that way yeah. about some people. Yeah. Like, you know what? You could be burned on fire, and I could have to pee <laughs> real bad. I'll hold it. Or pee on myself. Before I pee on you to put the file. That's how. That's how. I know y'all pray for me. Y'all ain't praying for me. I keep telling y'all deliberate. to pray for me. Okay. Yeah. That is so at some point, I was carrying all this extra. Yeah. Weight and anger, and then I had to say, okay, wait a minute now. And the minute I let it go and turned it over to God, I slept like a baby. And and I also want to say this, like there, what I've experienced, and this has been in this stage, right? Um. <laughs> Once I hit my 30s, uh, mm-hmm. my prayers changed to if God placed a prayer in my heart, I used to fight that, right? So, so you know, I would sit with God and say, you know, God, you know, I, I need to pray, right? Who am I praying for? That innocent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and at first I was like, what? <laughs> you, mm-hmm. what you want me to pray? What? How? Mm-hmm. And for who? When? And, and so, mm-hmm. obedience. That's that obedience is, you know, if God is 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 saying this is what who I need you to pray for and how mm-hmm. it will work in your best interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because that that's a prick for you. And, and, and like I said, once I hit mm-hmm. that 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 stage in my life, it just became this, okay, you need to understand that if you want to do my will, mm-hmm. that includes right what I reveal to you to pray about. That's it. And that's you don't it. have a choice. And how you pray for people, no matter what they've done to you. Mm-hmm. So it became, it be, that was between me and God. Like, mm-hmm. okay, either, you know, you can't do part of my will, right? You can't pick and choose. Oh, okay, this is this the feel good part of, you know, working in ministry. Can't work in ministry and, and, and be selective, mm-hmm. right? Well, who you pray for, mm-hmm. like you said earlier. If if we had a conflict and you came to me months later and say, pray for me, right? Who am I to mm-hmm. hold that in my heart? Like, I, yeah, I remember what you did six months ago. Ain't no way in the world I'm going to pray. Oh, I give a half praise, mm-hmm. right? Lord, mm-hmm. you know, they asked me to pray for them, so here I am, you know, whatever it is. No, he didn't say he said pray. <laughs> he didn't do that. So, you know, I just wanted to say that's where I am is the obedience to God is is, is praying, right? Like mm-hmm. he reveals to you to pray, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. now you're fighting in the spirit. Like you fighting the spirit of, Right, what mm-hmm. you're supposed to be praying for, and and what about? Mm-hmm. You know, so so that's that's for me. It's like that's why it's a command, right? Because this is what He's calling you to do. Absolutely. And if you're not doing the calling of God, what makes you think you'll be efficient in other areas, right? That He's calling you to do when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. Right? And we and we have to and 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 what'll happen is you end up blocking your blessing. Mm-hmm. Because now you and then and then you start wondering well, or what, them. They're 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 not well, right? So so you don't know what another person is going through in the first right, place. Right. So their healing could come out of your prayer. Absolutely. Right. Their their deliverance, right? They're 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 you know, if if they're aggressive or they're malicious, mm-hmm. right? It could be your prayer that sets them free. Mm-hmm. over here like nope not gonna do it mm-hmm. <laughs> right mm-hmm. but but i looked at that as what if what if somebody did that to me right what if god was placing in somebody else to pray for me mm-hmm. right right and, and i'm considered right the enemy and they didn't and i won't be delivered from that thing 
Mm. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I don't Absolutely. Think that, that this mirror being held up, like, okay, Kim, now you, you know, you're not the perfect person. You, you ticked off some people. You've done some stuff, right? Now, now, what if, what if the prayers that God placed in them, they didn't do for you, and you stayed stuck? Mm-hmm. Right. Your 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 visions didn't manifest themselves because they didn't, you know, go to the throne on your behalf. So mm-hmm. that I, I keep that do unto others as you will have them do unto you. I want people to pray for me, right? Just like I'm supposed to pray for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Dorothy, for tuning in. She says, Well, I really needed to hear this. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh all right, so yes, uh that was my question, right? Why is praying for your enemy a command? I hope that, you know, it, 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 prayer lives, right, are real and authentic and include, right, mm-hmm. praying for those, you know, that that have disappointed you, betrayed you, offended you, right, uh, or you just don't like, right, you're still required to to pray um, in, in that particular way. All right, here we go. As we move on here, let's go to Did You Know? Uh, I only have one today because, you know, I, I got a lot to talk about with this hand social. We need to find you some Did You Know music. Did You Know? You know what I'm going to do? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to download what you call it. Dying the Ross. Do you know? Are you going to? I'm just going to do that one little part. So the did you know here, uh, and I focus on, you know, the body uh, this month because we're talking so much about, you know, the brain and behaviors this, this month. It says your most active muscles are in your eyes. Okay. The most active muscles, your most active muscles in your, are in your eye. And it says the muscles of the eye are the most active muscles, constantly moving to readjust the position of your eyes. Not only do you blink 15 to 20 times a minute on average, but as your head moves, the eye muscles are constantly adjusting the position of the eye to maintain a steady point of fixation point. Mm-hmm. When reading a book, for one hour, your eyelids will make close to 10,000 coordinated movements. Um, and this is, this is supported research by the Library of Times. Mm-hmm. So, so, wow. I thought that was a wow because I was like, wow. I, I wouldn't have thought. So your right? eye muscles. The, yes. Active, the most active muscles are in your eyes. <laughs> I would have thought it was the tongue, but, you're, but okay. Okay. Well, if you're not talking... Right or eating, right? You may be swallowing, you know, your saliva. I'm trying to think if I'm just sitting here. Okay, maybe you, not. You're right. What? I just had to stop and pause for a moment and wait. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit here for a moment and uh, try to do an experiment. Yeah, I did. It was. It was successful. Successful. <laughs> it does not move when you're just sitting here not doing nothing. Move. Oh goodness. But your eyes are constantly but your eyes focusing. Did when they rolled up to the back of your head. They're always focusing. They're always <laughs> adjusting. You're right. All day, every day. As long as you're awake. Yes. Okay. Well, no, because you, you know you go into REM sleep. Your eyes still. That's true. Your eyes do still flutter, yeah. and 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 even when you sleep, your eyes your mm-hmm. eyes are still wondering. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Indeed. Okay. So that's just a little quick. Did you know? Did yes. you know? Did I like you know. that. Um, all right, here. Let's go. Let's get into today's topic. Uh-oh, what we got? And, of course, we put our disclaimer up, right? Oh. The information is, you know, provided for those purposes only, right? If you need to see a doctor, talk to a doctor, please 
go um, and do not disregard the medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you hear. All right. So we're talking about antisocial personality disorder. Mm. All right. What should, what should you know? Okay. So, so we kicked it off talking about narcissistic personality disorder, right? And then we, we talked about borderline, right? And, and so now we're talking about antisocial personality disorder. And so remember, um, when we think about personality disorder, it is um, a dysfunction, a level of dysfunction or deficiency in the way a, a person thinks, um, how they feel and behave that deviates from the expectations of the culture, causes distress or problems functioning, right? And it lasts a prolonged period of time, all right? So so antisocial personality disorder, I always have to think about this in the sense of, you know, um, explaining it to where um, the term antisocial does not mean it's a person who does not like to be around people, right? Because we get that anti, right, meaning against. And, and I've heard people say, you're so antisocial. Right. Or, or, you know, I'm antisocial. And, and when I hear people say that, I'm like, uh oh, mm-hmm. please do not associate right yourself with that particular term, um, meaning, you know, there's a character that, that's you pers- uh, from a personality standpoint, because it is so not what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. And so antisocial does not mean um, you are a person who does not like to be in large crowds or socially engaged or that person who sits off to the side at a party. Mm. You are not considered antisocial. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Antisocial personality disorder is a psychiatric condition. It leads to an ongoing pattern of manipulating others and violating their rights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People with disorder, with this disorder do not follow society's norms. They tend to be careless about other people's feelings and pain. They also show a pervasive pattern of no regret um, together with irresponsible decisions. Mm. All right. So, so, so absorb that for a moment. This, this is their functioning. This is their everyday, right? Day-to-day way of living. No regard for other people's feelings and pain that they inflict also manipulating, right, and violating others' rights, okay? And so, you know, when we think about this particular disorder, and we're going to go a little bit deeper into the two types, if you will, of antisocial personality disorder, because some people wonder, well, are you born that way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, is it something that happens later on in life, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so so if, we, if we look at the causes here, um, the causes of personality uh, antisocial personality disorder is not clear, right? And essentially what that means is there's no perfect science to explain how a person evolves or is uh, as a child, right? Display mm-hmm. these tendencies because that we don't, we don't, we cannot diagnose a child with antisocial personality disorder. We have some childhood disorders, conduct disorder, oppositional defiant that we say this will lead to, right? Okay. This particular adult right? Adult diagnosed condition. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's some factors that are present um, in the environment, mm-hmm. right? Of a person that we've studied or people we've studied in the past, uh, such as life events, right? Sexual abuse, um, physical abuse, emotional abuse, the family environment, a lot around a lot of violence, mm-hmm. right? So, so practices that we would say, okay, what's going on in that home, right? When we ask that question about children, 
you know, um, um, in their behaviors that we see in school, right? We're like, where did they get that from? Well, we can apply that, right, to someone who displays habitual uh, criminal activity with, let me tag this on, with no regard, right, as to how they impact other people. You can break the law and still have remorse. Does that make sense? Right, right. But these, we're talking about people who have no, no remorse and no regard, right, for whoever is impacted in any way on any level, right, with the behaviors that they display. So my question then, going back to this, to just the, the, the title of the disorder, antisocial personality. Mm-hmm. So does antisocial have two separate meanings or, we, or is antisocial being misused? It is being misused. Okay. And so let me let me clarify it. Okay. Because when because you helping somebody right now because I feel like I need to just like start talking to people. But come on. So so people use it to describe their temperament or their personality. Okay. That's where it's misused. Okay. Right. Okay. So because again we know what anti mean and we know what social means, so we connect the two words together mm-hmm. and we derive right at this this common definition. But from a, a clinical term, mm-hmm. as it relates to how you behave and how we diagnose a condition, mm-hmm. right? Antisocial, right? Essentially, should mean against good pro-social behavior. Against good pro-social behaviors. Right. Okay, gotcha. Not a disconnect or when I go out, I like to be off to myself quiet. Because remember, anti is against. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not against being out. You're not against being around other people. You just care not to engage like everybody else. So we need to find a new term then. Us on the clinical side? Yeah, we do. Well, no, I'm saying those are people yeah. who, those of us who call people antisocial <laughs> or say somebody's being antisocial, yes, we, we yes. owe them people's an apology. You, you I'm do. sorry. But then we need to <laughs> but then we, What? <laughs> I'm sorry, but then we need to, we need that, they need to be, what's so what's that, what we just, you just, what? It's, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, like introvert versus extrovert, right? Mm-hmm. We just use terms more loosely, uh-huh. like bipolar, you know, I hear that a lot. Oh, you know, uh, I think my, my partner is bipolar and I'm like, okay, why do you think that? Well, one minute, you know, they're okay. And the next minute they going off on me. Well, what, what happened? Right. Cause there's a story right, to why they change, right. and, and so, or, I, I, you know, I hear a lot of terms that are loosely used in a sense of, you don't really get the, the severity, right, mm-hmm. of what it actually means to fit those specific, right, disorders or criteria, right, the symptoms, so that's kind of where it is, it's like, you know, you're, you Using it loosely but in wrong, right, is is slightly different, right? Because mm-hmm. you, that's an insult, right? It's an insult essentially to 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 call someone, you know, anti you're so antisocial, they may not know the term, but somebody like me would be like, Okay, wait, you know, let's let's think about that. So we just not correct it. Mm. Right? It's just not this, hey, did you know this is what antisocial really mean, mm-hmm. right? Because it's never attached to, oh, I think they have antisocial personality. Mm. So it's just personality disorder is never in you guys' use of it. Does no, we don't know. Right? We, ain't, we ain't talking about the personality disorder. We yeah. we just be like, that they just antisocial. Fits. Yeah, they you, all, you, you just against. Do they like anybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's kind of, you know, 
where, where that, that leads to is uh, there is a specific presentation, mm. right, of someone that, that fits the criteria of this. And it says that two to five percent of the U.S. population has been diagnosed with this disorder, mm. right? And it's about three times more prevalent in men than women. Oh. Right? And, and so I want you all to think about um, those high-profile cases, right? Antisocial personality disorder, and we can, we can, you know, use these, these, um, these individuals, these, these crimes or, or, you know, um, because some of them, most of them are not with us. So Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. right? you know, John Wayne, Gacy, Gacy. Mm-hmm. but that's, that's the, the, the um, you know, the heinous crime side, but we have uh, serial rapists. Mm-hmm, right? We also mm-hmm. have those who have gone down for swindling people out of billions of dollars, right? Made off. Yeah, right. And he, Is he still living? Carried out suicide. Oh, know. he did, didn't he? Though, yeah. so they say, because he was in jail. Uh, oh, is it? Forgive me. I may not have to correct, but this is for you a few years ago, right? Oh, um, oh, okay. Let yeah. me. I'm gonna look that one up real quick. But, but go ahead. you know, don't think about those situations where those individuals literally had no regard. Right mm-hmm. for those who they were hurting, right, or or the impact of such behaviors. Okay, and, and, and this is where this is, right? This is up there. So when, think about when you tell that person you're so antisocial. My mind goes there, right, mm-hmm. to those individuals because that is the scale, right? That's the level that this is on. Okay, so you may say, okay, hold on, right? Uh, uh, personality disorder. Are we saying that something's wrong with their brain? Right. For them to do what they did, the serial murderers, right, serial killers, uh, serial rapists, those who who intentionally um, swindle people right out of millions of dollars. Right. Can sit in a boardroom with a straight face. Right. And and, and think about all the people in in whose money they're going to take. Right. Mm -hmm. No regard, no Mm -hmm. no remorse, no none of that. Right. We say now something going on in their brain. (laughs) Right. And the answer is yes. Because obviously we need to give some scientific support to this to say, is is a person's brain, right? Well, we know that the brain um, is made up of, you know, parts where it regulates moral, right, behavior. It regulates the emotional system, thinking how we uh, uh, control our emotions, right? The motivations in life. Our brain is the central system that does this. What we found was that, Individuals who are able to commit these type of crimes, there's little to no activity in those parts of the brain. Mm-hmm. So when we, so if you and I in an argument, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. while we're arguing, mm-hmm. I may can look at you and say, you know what, okay, let me stop because I can see what I'm saying is, you know, hurting you, and and I may pull back, right? But you, if that, you, if that, you if know that, my that, triggers. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. You punch me. <laughs> so, right. oh yes, so not listening. <laughs> what is you doing over there? Hey, <laughs> did she speak when you spoke today? I don't even remember her speaking. Y'all was talking. No, when she spoke to us today, did you speak? She, you two were talking. But she talking. said, hey, my favorite producer. How y'all and doing? You, and I said, I'm and doing you well. Sat, 
that word and you started talking. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. It was, it was about you at this point I'm and just your checking. antisocial behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so really? We are diagnosing you right now. And oh, we? We? We. Okay. Oh, oh, we. You sound like a doctor. Because you sound like a doctor. Because yes. mm-hmm. you sound like a doctor. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Go ahead. so, so yes, there is, we, we know, right, uh-huh. that there are, there's activity in the brain. That's why we do PET scans and, you know, we're able to see from a, neurologic, a Go ahead. neurological standpoint mm-hmm. that when we say light up, that means that the, the part of the brain, right, which is the cortex and, the, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, the parahypocampus, I mean, you know, for this stuff, I, I just, I just know, and I conclude that obviously, we function different. And there are some people, even with kids, right? If you notice that there are some kids who, if they fight, like they, even if they're getting, I don't want to say beat up, but even if they're getting harmed the most, it doesn't phase them. Mm-hmm. You got to think about that's the brain not signaling to, right. to stop or yeah. recognize what's happening. Their fight or flight defense is, is it's, it's, yeah, it's, de- it's it's Or it's not allowing them to that's emotion, right? To mm-hmm. say maybe I should stop because I'm gonna harm or harm somebody else. So, so if this is not a defense, right? Mm-hmm. But this is just to say there is no point in arguing or trying to defend someone whose brain, right, is essentially the functioning of. There's low activity in those areas of the brain that regulates our moral value system, right? Mm-hmm. It regulates, you know, how we control right the impulse we're regulated by our brain and, and that's what i want to take away to be is yes there is a different way of functioning for these individuals as it relates to their brain and how they process mm-hmm. does that make sense and yeah so that's what that is right not a defense not a you know it sounds like it though so so it's not so, just explain they, they 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 think different or they don't think at all. <laughs> in, in but years. when you, but when you, when you, is that why they can certain people in certain defense uh, for some of these criminals, they try to say that there was because they have a mental issue. There is something like there's a defect. So let me, let me, um, I like that question. Okay. This particular disorder is not a criminal defense. Got it. Okay. Right. Um, being traumatized. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when 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 people, you know, like we talked about fight or flight, th- this is not relevant to antisocial. When you say if if we don't, quote unquote, lock you up, you will continue to do what you do because rehabilitation mm-hmm. for this population is, you know, very little to none. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just want to say antisocial personality disorder is not in the classification of a legal defense. Right. Mm. Versus. You know, um, you know, I think about victims of domestic violence and Stockholm syndrome. And, you know, there there are some things where, um, yeah, it is relevant to look at what state of mind they were in due to, right, certain things that have happened to them. Mm-hmm. But this is not one of those. Okay. 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 It, it wouldn't apply here. Got it. You, you couldn't get a legal defense for anti-social. We study you after you habitually do things. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not an incident that occurs. All right. So there, so there's an impairment. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Habitual. I'm just letting you know. You talking about me being a line crosser? A habitual line crosser. <laughs> well, 
what it is all in what you do when you cross the line too, right? He, he knew exactly. He that man double dutches across the line. He, ah, he can't that? skip. So double he got, dutch bus coming down the street. Oh, so uh, so that's where we are. Okay, we're anti-social personality disorder. We have psychopathic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, those terms: psychopath and sociopath. All right, mm-hmm. and most of the time they they are violent individuals. Okay, so so here are some behavior characteristics. Okay, all right, um, they love to take control, mm-hmm. right? Coerce and deceive mm. in these particular ways. Okay, mm-hmm. a strong tendency to disregard commitments, promises, and agreements, including financial ones. Difficulty in making plans. Um, uh, um, preferring to believe you are able to navigate uh, the problem, meaning um, they don't keep their word, right? If, mm. if that makes it in relationship, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and so they would expect you, right, to go with the flow. And if you don't go with the flow, guess what? There are consequences. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they are abusive in their relationship and you don't do what I say, right, mm-hmm. they have no problem right, with showing harm or inflicting death. And, and let me take this a step further because I don't want anybody to think that, well, you know, I'm in an abusive relationship, so I must be with a, a psychopath. Antisocial personality disorder, they don't come back and say, I'm sorry. Mm. They don't come back or they don't go out and buy flowers, right? They don't say, hey, you know, um, I can't believe I just did that. These are oh, people wow. who, who say, I did what I did, and next time it'll be worse. Right. If you try this again, mm. so okay. I'm gonna be clear with that, right? Okay, I, gotcha, I don't want gotcha. Anybody, you know, under that particular, you know, impression mm-hmm. there. Um. So yeah. So so lying as a means to gain social entry or advantage, right? Um. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Somebody commented what I meant. No, no, oh. I just kind of looked to my right. <laughs> um. Such, such as such as proclaiming yourself, and this is an example they gave here, mm-hmm. to be a decorated war hero when you've never served. Oh, Lord. Uh, making decisions on the spur of the moment with little regard to consequences mm-hmm. if an immediate goal is to be achieved. Mm-hmm. Persistent, persistent anger or irritability, even over small things, mm-hmm. right? Um, as well as a means to get to, to display spiteful behavior. All right. Um, risk taking, becoming easily bored and in inability to ignore personal boundaries and justify even the most outrageous actions. Mm. The emotional manipulation of others pretended to be interested in someone simply to achieve a goal. So, so you know, it's not just the serial killers or the serial. We're talking that person who, um, you know, they can take your bank account, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And pretend, right, to be a certain way. So mm-hmm. even on a financial level, right, you can you can be, you know, around um a psychopath or a sociopath, right? Mm-hmm. Because their their aim is financial gain. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. So not just that that spectrum over there of, you know, taking taking human life. So you may say what's the difference between sociopath and psychopath? Okay? Here we go. Uh we tend to say, you know, the simple way of this is a psychopath is born, right? 
meaning that as a child, we can identify certain behaviors that will lead to antisocial personality disorder um, uh, diagnosis. What do I mean by that? A psychopath is born. That's what you said. Right. A psychopath is born. A sociopath is made. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the simple way of using it. Um, in terms of um, a psychopath, again, let's go all the way back up. They have no regard. They have no moral compass. They don't have any feelings, right? They, they don't, they, they can care less about how they impact you. So I'm going to go extreme here. That kid that likes to burn animals, kill animals, set fires, mm. right? No matter, you know, at this point, they know it can burn someone, right? Or they can harm even themselves, mm-hmm. right? Because they harm themselves sometimes in this process as well. That is what we say a psychopath is because at a young age, we can identify, again, let's talk about the brain. There are certain things that are just not working efficiently right. that kicks in to that judgment or impulse control or even to let me have some compassion, right, for what I'm doing and how I'm impacting others, okay? Mm. So that's the born. The sociopath is that person who initially, they, they do care, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but life happens, right? Things happen in their life. Or, you know, sometimes we say those kids that grow up in violent homes and they learn certain behaviors, we say they become numb, right? And so now the things that they do, they know it's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But learn behavior in as well as now knowing how to dismiss or make make themselves numb in certain mm-hmm. situations. So think about our kids who, you know, I look at, you know, some gang activity, right? You may say, well, how are these young guys out here able to do what they do? Well, they have to build themselves up. It's like a war, right? Right, right, We teach, right, we right. teach um, you know, we, te- we teach, oh, God, it's just slipping here, the war, uh, military. Yes. Right? We, teach, mm-hmm. we teach the military, like, how to fight and kill, right, without being emotional, mm-hmm. right? It's the same way here, right? There, there's a way you have to build yourself up to even live that lifestyle to survive in our neighborhoods. Does that make sense? So that's that sociopath is, is is made so they cre- so sociopaths are created that's why yeah, so they're adapting right to their environment either you know to survive and or this is how they see they can get ahead but then they but they do have a conscience let me put that that's okay okay they have a code they have a right they have a code they have a conscience okay to say, i know this is wrong but i i need to do this for me right okay. that psychopath gonna say <laughs> i don't even recognize there is a problem because I don't really care. It, you know, it ain't clicking to me anyway that, that you know, this is going to harm you okay. to the extent that I should care. Okay. All right? So so that's there, okay? So, um, it, again, it was one of those terms where it's loosely used, you know, you know you're a psychopath. So it's like, well. I don't think that's used enough. Thinking about that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when that person you're arguing with, with your partner, right? And I, I say that because in relationships, it gets pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And I hear this. It's like, you know, you're acting like a maniac. You're acting like a psychopath. And it's like, hold on now, right? Uh, a psychopath means they are this way all the time with anybody, mm-hmm. not just you, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. is, there's no discrimination to how they treat people and do things to people, right? Mm-hmm. If, if they want you, if they want to get you, they're going to get you, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to look at our kinship relationship or if I know you, if I don't know, right? right? right. So please don't call your partners 
right? Or, or, or you know, those who you're in conflict with, you know, a uh, 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 psychopath, right? Because <laughs> it's like you really don't want them to be one. Or, or maniacs. Or maniacs, right, right. Because even when you think about manic states, right? Hey, David, what's going on? <laughs> She's a maniac. I'm putting this she out there because I want, I want us to be more, more careful, right? And how we use these terms because there are people out there who truly do fit these descriptions. And you, you wouldn't want to compare somebody to that particular status as opposed to <laughs> thinking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Sociopaths, right? Make it clear, right? They don't care about how others feel, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that in the sense of if they're in a zone of, um, you know, I identify it may be wrong, but I just don't care. Um, they're prone to fits of anger and rage. They recognize what they are doing, but rationalize their behavior, cannot maintain a regular work and family life, and can, but they can form emotional attachments, but it's difficult. Got it? Mm-hmm. So, so they behave in hot, uh, hot-headed and impulsive ways as well. Um, and so um, here is where psychopaths differ, right? Psychopaths pretend to care. Got it? Okay, okay. So remember, sociopaths will tell you they don't care. Mm-hmm. But psychopaths pretend to care because guess what? They want something. Okay. They're on a mission. Okay. So, so again, I want what I want, and if by any means necessary, I'm going to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to pretend to care. They display cold-hearted behavior, fail to recognize other people's distress. Got it? They fail. Remember, Sociopaths recognize what they are doing is wrong, but they rationalize their behaviors. Psychopaths fail to recognize other people's distress. Mm-hmm. They have relationships that are shallow and fake, and they maintain a normal life as a cover for criminal activity. They fail to form genuine emotional attachments, and they may love people in their own way, mm-hmm. which is not obviously a, this blanket right statement or or template right there they abide by does that make sense okay i'm so, with you i'm with you <laughs> so okay so so that is that distinct difference when you say you know that person who is uh this is their their way of living this is their way of being this is not an event or um uh, um incident type mm-hmm. um presentation this is their everyday uh presentation got it People with anti-personal, anti-social uh, personality disorder mm-hmm. will go to extraordinary lengths to manipulate others, whether it be charm, disarm, or frightening them in mm-hmm. order to get what they want. When psychopaths do become violent, and, and, and they say here, such as uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. they're just as likely to hurt themselves as they do others. Wow. Okay. Um, there's a doctor, uh, Dr. Uh, Mark Martins here, who, who focuses on the forensic population and uh, antisocial personality disorder. Mm-hmm. He says that the more a psychopath feels socially, socially isolated, sad, and alone, the higher their risk for violence and impulsive and reckless behavior dec- uh, increases. Mm. Right. The, the more they feel socially isolated, sad and alone, mm-hmm. the higher their risk for violence and impulsive and reckless behavior. Mm. 
All right. And he says that um, um, uh, although, right, they, they do all these things, he, he believes that um, psychopaths do at times suffer from emotional pain and loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, most have had hurt, filled lives and have an inability to trust people. But like every human being, um, they do want to be loved and accepted. However, their own behavior makes it extremely difficult, almost impossible, right, uh, to do this. And most are aware of this, right? And so, so he says that some feel saddened by the actions um, they are unable to control uh, because they know it isolates them from others, right? But, mm-hmm. but again, when you think about that it doesn't click to them, like, why nobody likes me, right? Because mm-hmm. why can't you accept who I am? right? Mm-hmm. Or my way of being, right? Sociopaths have a, a conscious, right? But again, they often justify, right? Something they know to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, psychopaths will believe that their actions are justified and feel no remorse for any harm done, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so just thinking about that, you know, it comes to where it's like, okay, so, so, so if there's no recognition and this person doesn't really you know, get that, that they are impacting people in this way until something tragically happens. How are we supposed to help these people? Right. If, if they, if they are living life accordingly, mm-hmm. right. Uh, how are they supposed to get help? <laughs> yeah. When are they supposed to be diagnosed, which is why we're, we're behind in terms of like uh, um, the serial killers, the serial rapists, Right, those who you know, uh, um, other people have large sums of money, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So whether they be the elderly population or whoever, stock market. We have to think about like we we're only able to study it after these tremendous and unfortunate consequences, you know, as mm-hmm. a result of such actions. Mm-hmm. Because these individuals don't feel like anything is wrong, so the likelihood of them coming up into someone's office or telling their primary doctor, hey. You know, I really think, you know, I think something's wrong mm-hmm. with how I function. Mm-hmm. That's not so, right? So you think about the forensic population. You say, you know what? Because of this you're doing, we're going to mandate you to treatment, right? We we, we, we do the re- whole rehabilitation thing. So you're, you're saying all those people that are missed, the people that don't even, that yeah. never get diagnosed. Yeah. Most, most times these diagnoses come after our criminal behavior. After the fact. That we, we've been able to study sit down and have interviews with. That's how we know so much about the brain activity and the line wow. of questioning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, I appreciate technology because you can see these people in interviews, mm-hmm. the, the, the the coldness in their eyes, their whole physical appearance. The lack, of, yeah. the lack of life yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. eyes, yeah. Right? And yeah. So no, no sadness or, or when they're talking about what they did mm-hmm. or, or they're giving an explanation to, okay, well, just because I wanted to as a child, I did this and they're saying it so freely, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we're able to. Well, it's like, you know, the whole, uh, what's his name? Manson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charles Manson, I think. When you watch those interviews with him and mm-hmm. he owns everything he did and and, but there is a coldness to him. Yeah. That is like even on video, even years mm-hmm. after, just watching you like, okay, let me turn this off. <laughs> because you 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 expect to hear yeah. a 
you know. Um, Their demeanor. That's good, David. Yeah, yeah. You expect to hear this follow-up like, yeah, I'm sad for what I did. Not now. No. It's like, no, you ask me a question, I'm going to tell you what I did. Mm-hmm. Right? Versus OJ. If I did it. You write this book. God. No. <laughs> he would be considered a sociopath, though, wouldn't he? It's a, it's, it's, I don't know OJ, so I can't even begin to tell you. Again, that's a situation, right? That is that is because he was created. No, but we don't know his day to day, right? We get the news stuff, and that's that's the hard part. Oh, guys, he was just saying. So I can't, I just can't we diagnose him right. off of the right. So yeah. you just can't diagnose me, just cause. Oh lord, right? He, he went across the room with that. One. <laughs> Okay. Then. Oh, you, oh, you coming for me? Don't yeah. just be okay. diagnosed. So we, no, he didn't send for you. He didn't send for you. He did send for me. She was like, uh, 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 uh. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about this after. <laughs> Diagnose me. So, uh, so the treatment, right? The treatment for antisocial personality disorder. Um, let's first understand it's a chronic condition. Mm. It's not a switch. That mm-hmm. you turn on and off. Mm-hmm. Chronic. It's chronic. <laughs> Not that Dr. Dre is chronic, but chronic. It's a chronic, chronic, condition. chronic condition. Every day that you wake up. Every day, right? Every day. Um, the major symptoms are criminal behavior, right? Um, we, we tend to say with sociopaths, this may decrease or slow down as they get older. Remember, sociopaths initially have a conscious or some level of understanding, and so sometimes they, quote, unquote, grow out of those behaviors. Those are sociopaths, but psychopaths will most likely continue doing what they're doing. This disorder can be difficult to treat, okay? People with antisocial personality disorder are not likely to seek treatment on their own. It typically comes as part of the criminal justice system, you know, uh, mandate, okay? Mm-hmm. And psychotherapy is used with this disorder. There's no medication, right? There's no, you know, uh, um, regimen, right? This shot, right? This injection. There's nothing uh, we can give them for a prescription, right, to minimize the symptoms of this disorder because it is a brain, right? It is a brain function. Damn, it's so funny up in here, y'all. It's going down. When I leave, I'm walking straight out that door. You walking out when you walk out. Walking at the door. We all leaving here together. <laughs> David says, with mental sickness, once the wall of barrier is broken, is there any going back to normal with medication? Mm. Um, you know what? It depends. So medications treat the symptoms. Right. And so sometimes um, the body gets used to certain types of medication and it doesn't respond like it used to. Mm-hmm. So that's one factor. The other factor is if that particular medication works now, mm-hmm. right, with the symptoms of that person. But then also, you know, there, there, there is a new norm. Right. And what I mean by that is we have to take the side effects. Right. Of mm-hmm. the medication. Mm-hmm. So what once could have been a jolly person, but because they take medication, they may be a little bit more uh, som- um, somber. I don't want to say somber, but uh, mild tempered, right? They're not as jolly, right? They're kind of just there, if you will. They may look numb, right? And, and you know, so that's just something to be aware of when we talk about the normal self. Some could be back to their normal self, but there may be some added stuff, right, that comes with it. But for this, there's no medication. Mm. Because there's not a pill we can give you to do right, right, or not kill or not 
rape or take advantage of, you know, take somebody's bank account. Like there's, unfortunately, there's no medication to address that particular part of the brain, your moral compass. Okay. Um, so we typically use group therapy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cognitive behavior. And this is long-term treatment. This is not a go through this eight-week treatment program and you'll be better. This has to be ongoing. But guess what, y'all? Uh, most people that go into like a mandated treatment form, they manipulate the counts. I can see that. Because it, it, it says pretend to care. Mm-hmm. So they can sit there pretend to care that, you know, yeah, I understand how I got here. And- I'm going to come in here and do this just so I can get off my knee this court order. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? You're so right. You're right, Yana. You're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I don't that. know what I was thinking. <laughs> As soon so, as I get out of here, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so, but you know, they they they, they state that uh, medicine, right, could be a part of the treatment plan if the symptoms are anxiety, right, irritability. So you look at, okay, it's not a prescription to fix the brain; it's a prescription to better control, right, mm-hmm. the the, the uh, symptoms of their anxiety, right, that mm-hmm. is lack of impulse control or. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we get fidgety, right, and, and high blood pressure. So we address the physical symptoms, right, Okay. Uh, but not APD, right? It's to address those physical symptoms that come along with the, the um, arousal, okay. right, of okay. behavior, okay? Um, and again, if that person says nothing's wrong with me, that they're, they're likely not to comply with the quote-unquote medication anyway, right? Because, you know, what you're trying to fix me for. Right, if I'm right. good. <laughs> right. So, okay. Prevention. There are no steps to prevent antisocial personality disorder. Wait a minute. Because Where's the hope? Come on now. There's the no steps. Prayer. <laughs> right. Like, you, you know, it, it's... Grace and mercy. <laughs> really, uh, Sonia, that's we, what you're we, doing? We don't, uh, I do wrong. We, we, there's not a prevention program, right, that we can, <clears throat> we can say, hey, you know, um, if we start looking at kids, right, that child who likes to set fires and kill animals and mm-hmm. get gratification, first of all, we have to to observe it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> first, we have to observe it in the person, right, to in that child to say, okay, wait, this is the second dog, right? <laughs> the second dog? Why was it the first one? <laughs> right, you know. And I see because it has. It's a oh no! See, that's why. That's, see, that's how. The, that's how. The, that's how they end up out there. And then we find out about it after the fact. After the yeah. first dog, it should have been a rat. But, when you found the first look, when you found them first rats in your basement with their heads cut off or dissected, they should have been took took right on up out of there right then. This but, is a problem in the making. But, but David has, Thanos. But it's hard because. Mm-mm. It's a brain. It's a way the brain is functioning. What do you do? Do you do shock, electroshock therapy? Because the brain is not even fully developed yet in a child, right? So we look at nature versus nurture, right? But if you if you think about the Jeffrey Dahmer's and the John Wayne Gacy's, like they had to be a certain way as a child, where he and they were. When you read the history, yeah. they were. But but there's there's no. You, Dharma was killing cats as, and, and animals as a child. 
but, but he was biting people. Remember, he was eating yeah. parts. He was doing this as a child. Nobody gave this dude nothing. He should have been in a rubber room a long time ago. That's where I was going. Okay, so go we, go there. Is it being institutionalized? Right. Is no longer um, legal in terms of like, you know, we can't confine somebody to a mental institution, right? Again, think about if he said, "I'm okay." Right, you can't require somebody to stay there long term. Not an adult, you can't. Not even the kid, because he said even the parent, huh? The parent can't put him in there. Um, mental institution. If they want to put him in in a home where they care for him, mm-hmm. but not institutionalized, mm-hmm. I mean, that's different. If you say, okay, I can't cope with my child; they're too aggressive. They do have a mental health condition. You can't take them to the mental hospital. But you can't put them in one of those group homes because. Most people in those homes are taking some semblance of medication, and you just said ain't no medication. Well, yeah, but if if they figure out some symptoms, right? That, you're right, but they can't go to the hospital. They could go to a group home. That, I'm just okay. Like that. Gotcha. If they choose to make that investment, right? Okay. But to say they are going to live at a psychiatric institution, no, you cannot. Okay, so answer this. There's a message here. I want you to speak to this because okay. there may be something to sh- uh, Dorothy Perkins. Yes. Hi, Dorothy Perkins. Dorothy Perkins. Says children practice what they've seen. Yes, learn behavior. So the psychopath is... So, so I'm going to go here. There are some children, right? There are peers. Us, we have peers. Yes. Peers, right, our ages. Yes. And there are children currently now children yes. who are being taught how to be violent. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you I agree. Follow me? I agree, I agree. Their dynamic is not showing them that it's wrong, right? So, so talking to kids or people our age who engaged in this lifestyle, they will tell you that that person or people teaching them how to do this, 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 and this, it's not coming with a, well, technically this wrong, but, you know, we just don't do it. Remember, that's, that's not this. Mm-hmm. It is a natural environment where they're seeing, let me go here, how to make drugs. They're seeing how to use drugs. They're seeing how to put a weapon together. They're seeing okay. how to, okay. no, there's no one around saying, hey, I know you see this, but. David says, so they're just destined to just commit crimes, huh? Justin. Really? Think of, there, there, are, there are people our age and kids now, and I say that because there's generational violence. Well, how, do you think, how do you think we still have this existence of? No, no, I, I, I right? hear you. I just, when you, it, it, it's, it's, it almost sounds hopeless. Hopeless in the sense that if we don't get I'm going to go back to the top of the show. Yes. Pray. Right? Okay. Okay. Got you on God that part. Reveals, that God reveals to us how to, right, treat those who, you know. Okay. Intentionally mistreat. So, 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 um, I, I was sharing with something with Tanya earlier that, you know, I won't get too much mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. here, but something happened with my daughter mm-hmm. and a mother's raised, you know, my, 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 I went there. Um, there's, there's no such thing as a bad kid, just bad parents and that about, yeah, yeah. Um, I, what she told me she went through that, that someone else did to her, mm-hmm. a stranger, mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm pondering my, my I'm getting my spirituality together, right? This mm-hmm. is that thing, that whole concept of spiritual warfare. Because mm-hmm. I was like, God, mm-hmm. now I hope I don't have to get out of character because what that call and what was done to her mm-hmm. made me go to ten. Like, no, we're not gonna do this. We're not about to be a statistic, mm-hmm. right? So I prayed for that that young lady. Mm-hmm. Like God, whatever she going through. Please hear her heart. Hmm. Please heal whatever it is, you know, that, that's bothering her, mm-hmm. whatever rage she has, whatever mm-hmm. aggression she has, whatever, you know, animosity, whatever, you know, because, you know. Lord, you know, bind my hands. I couldn't go there. Oh. Like, <laughs> because I went left. Okay. Let me tell you something. I I'm you. not perfect because when I thought, I was like, Lord, I don't want to have to go up to the job tomorrow. Wait, mm-hmm. hold on. I'm not praying like that. Uh, right. <laughs> right. So I had, I had to get back on track to say, okay, no, God, we don't want to go there, right? I, I, you, she covered by the blood. You got her. But but there's another person over here that needs prayer right now. There's another person over here that, that if she does this to somebody else, somebody may take her life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I mm-hmm. had to stay in the spiritual, like, this is bigger than me, mm-hmm. right? Because I live in this community, I live among people and I have to say, Lord, <sighs> hear my heart, mm-hmm. but give me the words to pray. That's good. Right. You, did, you did well. That's, right. that was, but it, you know, but I caught myself because I was like, okay. I was very mature that was the long, of you. That was a long night last night. Yeah, so I'm sure. Because I was like, okay, you got to stay on track. Like, you keep wondering, right? With the what if and, you know. But see, that's when you have to turn it over to the unknown uncle. Turned it over to the to the daddy. Oh, okay. Well, that was good. That was good. There you go. So, right. So, you know, I made that call real. Because I like going up to schools or, <laughs> or places. <laughs> like, hey, we don't know you, and you know what? <laughs> oh my god! And you, you are, know. and you are. I'm here. <laughs> and you are here. Funny. Oh I do my, my best. I do my best. Ten Commandments. I am that I am. Who are you? I'm here. <laughs> That was, you know, and that's, that's where you were just like, okay, hey. I, I, I got to get some backup here. I need little, um, I like a little fun. You know I mean? <laughs> uh, Dorothy says, learned behavior can be helped when the old is replaced with positive behavior. The child must be removed from the negative environment. And, and that, that goes with what, what David is saying, like, you know, in terms of, um, you know, how, how do we then dis, dis detach, right? Mm-hmm. What happens when it's not the parent? Right, mm-hmm. but it's the environment, right? You know, other people or heck, the community, right? That they're picking up this behavior from, and, and how do you remove a child from that environment? Mm-hmm. And what 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 if that means a drastic measure? Like I hear, you know, I just got to get out of, you know, let's just say Chicago, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, like where would you go in America mm. that you won't ever be exposed to? That which you're trying to lead, right? Does that make sense? Like, and that's so hard because it's like, can we can we ever get away from the element? And and running away from it, here is the difference. Here, if I'm just if we're just using Chicago as the main location, 
Here, those people and places where you run into it, you know where they are, so you're mm-hmm. on guard. You mm-hmm. go somewhere else, your guard is down because you're thinking you've escaped it, and now it can hit you in a different, the same thing can come at you, but yeah. you don't recognize yeah. it because you, you don't recognize that it's, maybe it's not them. Mm-hmm. It could be you right. drawing. You, you're, 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 you're a magnet for this type of attention. Yes. Yes, bless you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, those are those are and that's that's hard, you all like when you when that kid is is not getting it and they grow up, they they still do all these behaviors and you know, just just society, right? right. Society feels the 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 outcomes. They feel, you know, they're on the other side of such behaviors and um it's a tough one. You know, it's a tough what do you can't there's no facility, there's no planet right that you can send them to we have to live among each other which includes individuals that function just as we're talking about such as what we're talking about that we live among people who whose brain does not allow them to have compassion for fellow men there there are people on this earth right Mm -hmm. Who, who are in that particular space right and it's it, it it really comes to like it's not just um you know I know we're talking you know about spirituality here, but mm-hmm. this is not new, no, you know it's not new, right so we- so it, it, there's so many ways you can go with this now, and I know we're not trying to go that to that, that route right now, but you could easily this you know some people would would put this in the realm of demonic and that that is what what terms right so then we go back to the original mm-hmm. idea was the prayer and in some cases maybe that is all we can do if there is no medication if there is no no therapy for it if there is no unless they get it seek unless it. they seek it right there are no there is no yeah so uh, unless we you know unless someone sees said behavior early on and and can point them to help and prayer, because I, I believe they go hand in hand. Yeah. So if, if if it's help and prayer, then absolutely. But there are, there are, like you said, there's not there's so many who have not been diagnosed, or they're always diagnosed when yeah. we see them in the courtroom. And I think that so Dorothy says not running from the situation, but helping the innocent thrive toward their destination. Like that's that is what you did. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. what would it look like if um, our community? facilities and faith-based communities were a little bit more compassionate to people that do such offenses in our community. So like we, we tend to use them as examples, right? You don't want to be like that, right? Don't be that person who out there doing this. And it's like, we have to stop that. Right? So where to- do you put, okay, from a professional, giving uh-huh. your best professional opinion, where do you put the pedophile with the problem other than jail because it's it's because there is something wrong here mm-hmm. that's making him or her like little him or little her so i'm not saying that they live freely among no right but you're saying so you're saying maybe some sort of of what some churches do do some churches do have prison ministries mm-hmm. where they go out to said uh, incarcerate places of incarceration and minister to those people while they're locked up. Yes. 
right? I was I used to be a part of that ministry, the prison okay. ministry. So okay. we would go there, and we would go to the, the um. There was a there was a need at Cook County, uh, in the women's ministry. So we would go there. That was difficult yeah. because yeah. you know we were seeing we took the praise team and the preacher there, and we sitting there, and so I was you know kind of leading the praise team, and and you know and I'm going and 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 so they was like, well, don't walk down the aisle now. <laughs> Don't 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 right <laughs> right because we in that singing praise and worship and they're like yay Jesus and I'm like okay let me go back up to the let me walk back up to the stage because you know but again but you <laughs> but really that's pretty much how they were doing too you see play too much but <laughs> but that's what but but again those ministries are needed. So, so, but then what happens when they get out? Right. So, 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 if I were trying to quit smoking, um, I would not place myself around others that smoke. Yeah. Yeah. And and that, so there is a responsibility, right? So, so what would it look like if, you know, that pedophile uh, uh, identified that this is who they are, where they are, and they have issues, right? Mm -hmm. But then that's them. But then as a society, we say, okay. Because you have these issues, right? This is the facility that we are going to treat you at, right? right? You will not walk the community, right? Until you served your, you committed a crime. So there's right. a, there, there is a yes. there is a penance that needs to be paid. Yes. And yes. then afterwards, though. And, and, and that goes to you know, and I think that 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 so. We have habitual right pedophiles, meaning you know some have served their time. Right, so they can't, so they, so they, so they can never be around children. They can never, you know, whatever. Okay. So, so I I know that there's a justice system for a reason. Yes. So, so, so that's where I am with it is understanding. Yes, there are people who will have to live in right the criminal justice system Mm -hmm. because of who they are and what they do. Mm -hmm. I got that. I don't have you know any you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry for that, but what I am saying is, if like this prevention here, that we know enough, right, to have a lot more prevention, yes. right, which is what Dorothy is referring to. Like, if we know that children who are sexually abused, what uh, sexual abuse happens still in early childhood, mm-hmm. what are we doing, mm. right, to help them? Why, 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 you know, especially going through DCFS, right? A lot of trauma happens through DCFS. Right, so why do we have to wait till they start committing crimes before we get them some? Only to, to sit in front of people like me, mm-hmm. right, who serve a heavy forensic population, to sit there and listen to the story, like what dog? Like if you would have got some help when you yeah, were twelve, you know, we gonna work with it. But in my mind, I have to say oh, this is the why, like this is the how you got to this particular place. So does this go right? back to? And I could just, I'm just thinking about even now because we're in the midst of doing like for, you know working in the school system. Where we only have one counselor in the building, and you schools have school counselors that they don't have a therapeutic team, right? Right. So, oh, we do, but I'm saying that's true, we do, but it's not enough because you have so many problems, you have so many children with issues, and and I say this to where, so this who, who's a, being missed is what I'm, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, Ten fifteen minutes is not a session. Come on. Right. So, so, so coming to get them, I'm, I'm coming to pull so-and-so out of yeah, class. Yeah. Because that's, that's literally all it is. Because <laughs> so, if there's nothing else happening on the outside. Right. Correct. That's, and that's what I was getting to. Like, 
the, the therapeutic approach that needs to happen, even if it's... So can they partner up? Yeah, most schools don't, don't, most schools don't partner up, right? Because this is what I've learned is like, like CPS schools, right? Many schools have a say-so in who they hire, right, from external vendors, as they call them. Mm-hmm. So I've knocked on doors to say, hey, you know what? We know there's a need in here because we work with the people out in the community. Mm-hmm. So can my team come in and provide service? We, you, we, we don't want to teach, right, because we can't teach. We don't have a license, a certification. And one thing, one thing that happens all the time is they don't want us to, to know just how many issues their kids have. They don't want you to know the ones that are being overlooked. Because, see, if you're in the building... Ah. If wow. you're if you're in the building, wow. you gonna spot little Johnny that ain't wow. even in nobody's meeting. He don't even get 10, 15 minutes, yeah. and you gonna see in five minutes that I know he on the list. <laughs> and then you are gonna be like, he ain't on the list. They gonna be like, no, nah, ain't nothing wrong with him. Oh well, cool. he ain't got an IEP, a PPP, <laughs> a four E, four H, JKL, nothing. The four H club is gone. Why you over playing? Hope you're feeling okay, doing all right. Um, so, so yeah, she says exactly uh, that is the current problem. Yeah, she is. She's in the school system, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. And so she knows firsthand, you know, what we're talking about here. So, and that's why I say the prevention it needs to happen more because, um, you know, if you expect to get in front of it, right? So that that kid who's who's seen their father killed, right? Uh, walked over dead bodies, and this is real, in, on the west side, mm-hmm. right, trying to get the school, school on lockdown. I remember one year, we, we, we were in the school, and every time we were pulling up, they were like, okay, we're on lockdown to such and such time because some shooting was going on. And I was like, how traumatizing is that for a kid? And you expect them to sit here and learn. That's only building them up to be, uh, uh, um, you know, this, this kid of, Hardness, you, right? you, like, yeah, because like, you know, they don't you, they don't have a time to cope. So in order for them to cope, they didn't turn hard. My question about the partner up thing is: so if I let's say I'm, a, I'm and again, I guess you say it it depends on the school. Yes. So if I'm a, a counselor at the school, part of a team, and I have a child who clearly needs more than 15 minutes. Yes. So when I say partner up, why can't why why is there not and I'm not gonna say not the option, but why is it not taken advantage of? Where if I'm and I say, well, you know what? I know a therapist, and I can call and and recommend this to the parent. Like this is all we can do here. Mm, but see. but but you should take little Johnny. Little Johnny needs <laughs> yes an hour somewhere. I, I think that that that's the collaboration. That's what I'm talking about. You ain't got to come to the school. I see. But can we? Can I refer you because I see your case is a little. I'm reading through the notes, yeah. and this is more than my 15 minutes can do because I got to grab the next one. We 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 submitted a proposal. Oh. Um, we're actually we're at a so let me back up. We okay. are with the school now, um, where we provide the online. You know, we were in person. We showed up on the scene three days a week. Right, mm-hmm. and, and we see students in a group setting and individually throughout the day. Okay, right? okay. So, so that was what we were contracted to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, there were other schools right before we got to this particular point where uh, we proposed, you know, using us as a referral, but we had to ask the school, hey, can we come see the student? with their appointment here mm-hmm. because the likelihood of that parent being able to get them to our office, right? 
was was that's a, that's an extra step. That, that, does that make sense? So yeah. I like that because essentially, you know, at least give us the permission mm-hmm. to say, hey, I'm here today to to see, you know, little Johnny. Can we see him here in the building since he's here? Right. Right. So that was that other collaboration okay. that we were See, I like that have. because we could then turn around and instead of having uh, uh, little Johnny go to this explorer class that's, you know, that's extra. Lil Johnny can go sit and talk to Dr. Yes. Kim yes. for 45 good minutes, yes. you know, and, 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 and talk about what's really going on. But yes. it's still a twofold, though. You've taken something else away from him. You don't know the other barriers as well. You, you, took, you took away Explorer. Well, I'm talking about the Explorer that they don't want to go to. No, you, no, son, you brought the other side because that is the pushback we got. That is I exactly, take Jim away. In, in and say, you, like, uh, I know what pushback you, I already know what pushback yeah. you're getting because, like, you know, it's either intruding uh, he, on he their. Go to reading. They're intruding right, on the, right. their. Test I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about the essentials. Taking, I'm talking about. But you even after, we, we, are the, we are the people that still fight <laughs> about Jim and art and everything else. What you say sounds great, but at the same time, little Johnny, little Johnny still needs. Yeah. He still needs music. Yeah. He, he don't needs, need tech. He still needs drama. He, at the end of the day, when it when when the when the school when the school is looking for their level one status, okay. they cannot justify okay. little Johnny being over there and why they level one status now in level three and now he's still look, in school though. They, and and they about to be on probation. He has specialized explorer. There you go. Yeah, specialized explorer. That's, that, that's why tape, you get right? your own. And school. that's a red tape in the sense of I mean, we've tried to be creative because we don't know, right? We genuinely don't know. The structure of the schools, we 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 don't know, right? We we're outside clinicians, you know, so we 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 don't know. So the feedback we continue to get is, well, you know, we can't quote unquote pull them out of class, right? Right. And, and, but yet, you know, we were connected. They could walk around the hallway, and it was like, well, we send them to the dean, right? Every 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 Thursday because every Thursday in this class he does X Y Z and so we were like okay can we be in place of the dean right right like you know so we were trying to be creative in a sense we don't want to we're not proposing to disrupt the school day but we are saying hey if you're having to put a kid out of class every day right for their behavior what it what are we doing, right? This, the kid is not learning. You're calling a parent because the parent, we've had parents call us like, listen, like you got to help me. Like the school keep calling. My kid is. And those kid. are the conversations yeah. that we've had. Yeah. So Dr. Had, King, I, can I, I, we, we, I, whatever help you can provide. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Hey. I, I've, I've had parents that, that signed um, release of information and um, From the, so authorization so that the school could turn it over to you so i can come into school oh and child in the class that i now that, that was that was situational right those parents who sought me out mm-hmm. outside of a school mm-hmm. referring them um so i've done that it's 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 hard work but it just that's when the the uh door opened for me to say okay this is a problem right this parent called because she saw something in her child and she was like the school is saying this so i need help so i was like okay you know what let me see the kid in that natural environment let me see what's going on so the kid the the school this school agreed to and i was able to see him Mm -hmm. right in the school but that was just one kid right that again we we had tried so many different ways before 
Um, and so that was just an individual call, right? But we were actually trying to, to, to connect with schools to see how we could be a team that comes in just to do that, right? And it's hard, I know. So that's kind of the downfall to that when you, wow. you know, Miss Dorothy, when you, when you talk about, you know, um, you know, helping them out and um, getting them support that they need. She says adults have problems in, in falling through the system, trying to help the children when they need help themselves. This cycle is unstoppable. See, I don't like terms like hopeless and unstoppable. That that just makes me feel some kind of way. PTSD in our youth is absolutely. Um, in she, our, she ain't going to use that word, David. But PTSD <laughs> in our youth is 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 bad. She ain't going to use the word you type. We can't say that. Anyway, uh, they're more focused on test scores when the students can't focus due to their issues. Yep. yep. You you right on it with that one, Ariel. Ariel. Uh, yeah. I, and and that's, that's, that's where we, we backed off, right? And it's like, you know, the best we do, and I can only speak for, for you know, Healthy Soul Talk is where we, we, we accept adolescents because, you know, I do 12 and over, right? I see mm-hmm. 12 and over. And it, it's just we need more clinicians um, in the community to work with, right, um, elementary school level children outside of the system, right? We, we need more clinicians. We, we are a shortage, right, um, in that particular area. So, so that's that prevention. When you think about prevention is understanding our communities that are saturated with violence, have a higher risk of producing sociopaths and to some extent manifesting psychopathic behavior, mm-hmm. right? Because of, you know, that onset of trauma or just even from a genetic standpoint, you know, what, what, what's in already right in their genetic makeup, their brain functioning to begin with. So that's kind of where I am. You're right. It's, it's a long way to go, but that's why I'm here, right? That's why I'm talking about this. And I'm not I'm not a, afraid to talk about this thing and, and where we are and how to educate the community, right? I, I still hope that this discussion, right, <laughs> bananas. <laughs> I still hope that. Uh, Is that better than the word he used the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David. Um, I still hope that you know we're, we're able to um, not watch what to be said, but like don't call your kid uh, a psychopath. Right. Mm-hmm, Don't call mm-hmm. your kid, you mm-hmm. know, you, 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 you acting like a maniac right now. Right. Because essentially you're, you're going to leave them in that state. Right. So if you say that, what's your next move to help your kid? Mm-hmm. Is it a joke or is it a punitive? If you keep acting like a maniac, I'm going to do this, this and this to you. That is not going to do anything to help them. Right. So that's kind of where I am is why if you have to use such terms, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. with people around you, mm-hmm. please think about the what next and how you want to help them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. if, you, if you really feel like, hey, you know what, you have no regard for how you treat people, right, you say, the, you say anything that comes to your mind. We're going to argue and fight, or am I going to try to find that's a way the, to help That's them? the part that's so frustrating, because even at the, at the school where I am, to see so many kids who have graduated <clears throat> and then to get yeah. from middle school and to know that so many of them are not even in high school right now. They've either dropped out already yeah. uh, wow. or they're on wow. some sort of probation already. How are you on probation? Are you 14? Are you 15? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then I go back and I'm thinking, yeah. these are the very ones that we babied. 
These are the mm-hmm. ones that instead of us finding some real help for them, we mm-hmm. we we just kept sending, like you said, sending them to the dean for this class. Because I know you and her don't get along. So you come to my office and with your work and sit up under me. Right. You know you are. Or, yeah, or you go to the, yeah. And speaking of, speaking of, so, so watch this. Help me with this. So we went back to class today, right? Okay. So we had to set the classrooms back up. So only only thing in the classroom now is essential things. Everything else we took out because we need the space Uh-oh. to make room because desks yeah. need to be seating to be six feet apart and all that. Okay. And we can only have ten people in the class. That's how big our class. Ten okay. is the, is the max. Okay. Ten is the max, right? So we were moving all the furniture out. They don't want us to have any of the bookshelves because they don't want anybody touching anything common. So okay. bookshelves have been either turned around to face okay. the wall, okay, or moved. Right. 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 So we have two recovery chairs. Recovery chair. Uh huh. Right. We have two recovery <laughs> chairs in our classroom. Okay. So when you when when little Johnny uh-huh. want to act a fool, little Johnny go in sit in, the sit in the recovery chair until you feel better about yourself. So they got they little those they little string chairs and you can you know it's it's made like a net oh. so you can kind of sit. It's a bean bag. It's got you know all that okay. kind of stuff. A bunch so, of fidget toys and everything. Fidget fidget spinners, all yeah. that kind of stuff. You can go get that and go whatever. So I asked the question. I said, hey, what are we going to do with the recovery chairs? Oh, we won't need those. So we don't need them now. Wow. We ain't going to need them later. That's what I heard. That's the way I feel about it. Okay. But isn't most of your students that are coming back have, I mean, most yes. of them, those are the ones who got the parents and they need the recovery no, chairs. No, none of my parents, the people with parents with me ain't, got, ain't coming back. And, uh, the one parent that I have in my classroom, he ain't come back. The the, the student is staying remote. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I hear you thinking about the upcoming school year. I'm saying if you tell right me for now. this last three, two months yeah. and a half, this last month and a half, no or, yeah, month and a half, that I don't need the recovery chair for some of these kids that decide they want to, that they know this is a crutch, I can go get over here. I don't feel like being bothered with Mr. King today. I'm going to go sit in this recovery chair. Now, all of a sudden, the chair is gone. Wow. So you don't need it in the first place. And we can't and and your time out in the hallway movement break. Are they still getting them? No. I, I I'm 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 assuming they they gonna have to give them the movement break, right? If they need a movement break. Oh lord. Okay. Well, you keep us updated. <laughs> so I can go walk the hallway. Then then the, the, the pat and turn the kids, pat around the street, turn around the corner, and bounce the ball in the hallway for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Help me understand. Okay. I I, I, I okay. We we gonna have to check. I'm in. I'm gonna check I, back I, in with you. Wow. So, so I hope, right, this this, uh, this evening's discussion, right, just kind of opened the door for more dialogue, right, about okay how this just doesn't happen in adulthood, right? You you just don't get to you know thirty, forty, fifty, sixty year old to be uh, diagnosed with antisocial right. personality disorder, mm-hmm. right? Psychopaths, we generally right, can see signs in early childhood behavior. Mm-hmm. Sociopaths, right, the development of into um, a certain state of being mm-hmm. happens from, right, things that have gone on in a person's life, which, again, includes those early childhood experiences. So, so you know, let's be clear with that, right? You just know up and meet somebody, right, and just being with you, all of a the sudden they are, you know, a psychopath. Mm-hmm. You know, this was there before you, and you may need to think about 
whether or not you should remain right in a mm-hmm. relationship with a person because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we miss that as well right that this is this is this person right it has nothing to do with being in a relationship with Facts. you you're trying to force them to be a person that they are not right um such as compassionate empath- empathetic right if mm-hmm. that's not who they are you've trying to force them because you say that's what you need mm-hmm. in a relationship that's not going to work with a person that functions this way mm-hmm. right so so i just you know want to put that out there so you know again right we we've studied right talked about these personality disorders uh the main ones here we kicked it off with narcissistic personality disorder. We talked about borderline last week. So this this is that last one, right? Uh, antisocial and, and understanding, right? We live among people who whose brains don't function um, accordingly, right? Which includes how they regulate emotion, which includes how they have a moral reasoning. They're, that part of the brain has a deficit. That part of the brain, as we say, doesn't light up. So, so the 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 chances of you trying to change them is little to none, mm-hmm. right? That's that's where my role is. Is like your part in it is to step back, right? Your part is it, in it is to not continue engaging, right, in in confrontation or conflict, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know with a person that could potentially uh, fit this particular, you know, or any other type of disorder, mental illness in itself, right? Please understand mental illness is a disruption, right? Mm -hmm. In the brain. That's, that's why we talk, right? That's why we explore the processing of, so understand mental health issues can be something that's neurological or it can be externally driven, right? Mm -hmm. Guilt, disappointment, abuse, trauma, um, so, so you trying to fix that person on your own, right? With your, in your own way, only makes things worse, mm. right? Um, so, yeah, that's where we are. All right, great people. Thank you all for uh, tuning in, um, uh, staying with us this evening. Uh, next week, we're gonna kick it off with a new series, right? I haven't really thought about it yet. Um, this was pretty good. We, we, this we was still, this is pretty good. Yeah, we still on it. So. Uh, I will leave it here, right, with this understanding um, that, that, you know, people are people and that compassion we have to have is that um, there are people who walk this earth who intentionally, right, try to harm and hurt. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening, great people. And I will see you all next week. That's the kind of thing.